Hey, hey, welcome to the last and final episode of Two Seconds Before I Snap. Oh, we've been on this journey for 40 episodes together. How beautiful. I love you guys. I just thank you guys for letting me be transparent, for letting me be me, for all your feedback. I'm thankful for the new people that have messaged me and who I was able to help. And I'm thankful that my podcast was able to make someone laugh um, or fill someone up or change somebody's perspective or bless someone. And so I am very excited. Um, I thought I would be sad that this was my last episode, but it's not. Um, the show title, I'm sorry, not the show title. The podcast title is actually a saying that I say and probably will always say. I'm just so dramatic and I'm such a character. I'm so silly. And so um, that's probably something I'll always say to the kids just because it's like my warning, you know, instead of like one, two, three, it's like, look, there you have two seconds before I get you together. Two seconds before I get loud. Two seconds, honey, before I snap. So I think that I would probably always say that. So um, it's still just going to be a part of my vocab. It may even still come up as a phrase in the new pod. Um, the new podcast, I do have a name. I'm not like super excited about it, but it is what it is. It's going to be called The Joyce West Show. Um, and I know it's not like super exciting, like two seconds before I snap, but I'm really excited about it because it's just me. Okay. I feel like I don't want to have to keep changing up the name and my name is my name. Your name is who you are. Okay. And so it's like, I'm just Joyce West. And so at the end of the day, no matter what I want to talk about or switch around, I could always have that same title always. And I could just change the niche accordingly to what I'm going through in life. And that's how I feel with the two seconds before I snap. This chapter is done and we are turning the page to a new chapter, which is the Joyce West show. So that is going to be the new podcast and the new niche will be um, personal growth, always inspiring stories, laughs always. Um, but yeah, I just, for me, personal growth is something I really want to focus on. And it's my favorite thing to talk about. I know you guys like me talking about relationships mostly, which we will talk about that as well, because I do feel like if you are your best self, you will be better in any relationship that you have, whether that's friendship, um, husband, wife, spouse, or, you know, mother, daughter, father, son, whatever. So for me, personal growth is just what you really have to focus on to be happy, to be at peace, to be whole, and to minimize drama, to um, you know, feel free to also just feel like you're actually living your life and doing the things that make you happy and the things that you love and, you know, just feeling stress-free. I'm not saying that you won't be stressed out and things like that, but when you start to just grow as a person and take a look at different areas that you need to be better at, you just start to open your eyes to such a broader perspective of life and what happiness really is and what wholeness is you heal in areas that you didn't even know you weren't fully healed in it's just a beautiful experience and we'll get more into that with the new pod but um yeah two seconds before i snap has been great it's been fun um i started it because i was really overwhelmed trying to uh be a new mom all over again and then also raising you know a preteen and a teen that was a lot um all at once and then um michael and i we weren't in the best place. We weren't like bad or anything like that. It's just like, you guys know I wanted out. You know, I just was to the place where it's like, hey, I've been married for a very long time. And this individual 
finally has became who I wanted him to be, but it's like, dang, it took you so long. And now I'm just kind of tired. I'm weary. You know, all the things I've had to endure, I'm feeling that. And I just don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't want this journey anymore. Um, and so it was just really more of like me wanting to fall in love with me, get to know me, you know, not just Joyce, the wife, but just Joyce, Joyce West. And so also I've been a mother, I've been a mom since I was 18. And so that's very young to be a mom, you know, and it's like, dang, I'm always giving to someone else and sacrificing for someone else. And I just got to a place in life where it was like, if I don't start giving to me, worrying about me, focusing on self-care, I'm not going to be okay. I really, the two seconds is going to come and I really am going to snap. So it was just a time where I was able to go to counseling and see what do I like? What do I want to do? What makes me happy? What risks do I want to take? Um, what relationships mean mending? Um, who am I, you know, um, with and without that title of being a wife? Just so many things that like, you know, I didn't really get to do. Um, you know, if you don't know, I got married when I was 20 years old. And so Michael and I, we literally have grown up together. So we have both made a lot of mistakes on the way, a lot. Um, him more than I. Um, <laughs> I had to throw the shade. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We both made lots of mistakes. And so, but essentially, I I don't feel bad that I made mistakes because those mistakes made me who I am today. I also feel like Michael had to make certain mistakes in his life to be the man that he is today, the husband that he is, the father that he is. Um, I hate that we had to go on that journey together. Um, I know you guys have heard of the term struggle love. And I know like some women like boast about it, like, oh, I never had to do with struggle love. And the thing with that is good for you. And I don't think every woman has to go through that. And I'm just at all for the women who don't. Um, and I guess what struggle love really is, so let's try and define that before we just start talking about it. It's just kind of like um, you had to do the, like, you know, you guys have had to go through some really tough things. May it be, I mean, whether it be infidelity or, um, I don't know, maybe some people get physical or like lying, sneaking, um, maybe lack of financial uh, habits and bad spending or it could be lack of ambition, you know, just like everything that considers a person unwhole, okay? This individual, you have had to go through the trenches with this individual. Now, the thing is, in any relationship, there's going to be some things that you have to get through and grow through together. If it isn't, I'm not really sure what's going on there. Someone's being fake. Something just isn't right. Um, but yeah, there should, but it doesn't always have to be those intense things. I don't think, you know, cheating has to be a part of everyone's marriage or everyone's relationship or everyone's story. I don't think that, you know, abuse in any form, um, because honestly, um, <laughs> I am not abusive to Michael, but I did see a lot of like hitting, you know, um, coming up and stuff, not necessarily like in an abuseful way, but like, if you get a mad, you hit, you know, whether it be your kid, your spouse, whatever. Um, and so sometimes I have done that, you know, where I'll just like, if I'm mad at him, I have hit him and, um, not like all crazy in his face or anything like that. Just like it could be his arm or I might shove him or something like that. But again, these are things that other people probably didn't have to deal with. But again, that was a learned behavior that I saw, you know, other people do. And it was just like, okay, that's something I have to train my brain not to do anymore. You know, if that makes sense. 
anyway back to the struggle of but the thing is let's say for example i'm going to use michael and i so let's say that we've been through struggle love okay we move on we were to divorce and get with someone else we get with someone else and we don't have that same story with that individual because why we've went through all of that with each other already that's the thing about struggle love nobody comes completely whole and equipped just like right off the bat you know like they just enter into their first relationship and they just get every single thing right they're just perfect that just doesn't exist anywhere that i've ever seen ever so i mean if i'm wrong just please call me out and let me know but i've seen lots of marriages talk to lots of marriages i mean this is biblical and this is you know religious or not i mean i just i just have never seen it but anyway we would get with someone else and we wouldn't necessarily have to struggle. We would just have normal relationship things that we would have to get over. Okay. We've done all that struggling with each other. So just because you didn't have to do struggle love, you need to be thankful because the person before you probably did. I'm going to say that again. Just because you didn't endure the struggle love and you're so happy and excited as you should be. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but don't boast it around like and put someone else down that has had to because the woman before you probably did go through that. She probably did have to help and be on a journey with that individual so that he could get to where he needed to be in life to be the best man that he can possibly be for you. So be happy about that. If you've never gone through struggle love, be thankful for that. Cause like I said, some people don't and they're lucky. Um, but just don't ever forget that somebody before you probably did. Okay. So let's just, let's always remember that. Um, yeah, but anyway, we're moving on, but yeah, anyway, that's back to the whole personal growth thing, which is why, like, you know, if obviously we were young, so some of it was just immaturity, but if we had just taken the time out to really get to know ourselves, really, truly get deeply rooted in the word, um, you know, and just falling into our roles as husband and wife and what you do for each other, things could have been a lot different. And I'm not saying that our relationship was like this massive struggle or anything like that. I'm just saying that's a term that is very common. And I just noticed lately that a lot, like, you know, not a lot, but I saw a few women kind of like boasting, like, yeah, I'm just so thankful, my guy. Like, I've never had to do a struggle love and stuff. And I'm happy for them. I really am. And I'm like, wow, that would be nice. I would love to, as I've stated with you guys before, maybe end this union and start a new one where I could get it right from the beginning, where I wouldn't have to go through certain things because I know better. I know what to look out for. And I know what I'm looking for in that individual. And if I see certain red flags or certain things, guess what? I am out. So, I would have loved to be able to do all that too, but it does make me feel bad that like, well, lucky you, but the girl before you probably had to go through something with this person. You know what I'm saying? So I just want us to always remember stuff like that, you know, but anyway, let's move on. So Mother's Day passed. It was really, really fun. I hope that you guys had an amazing Mother's Day, a Mother's Day on you moms out there. Um, I had a really good mother's day it was different than i expected normally i'm getting like treated so well as far as like i'll get a massage you know we'll probably do brunch get all dressed up go to church you know petty manny just like the whole works just really spoiled and catered to 
And this year, all my mom wanted was a social distance barbecue, so I had to cook. I didn't have to cook a lot, thankfully, because Tristan is of age where she can help. And I have been teaching her how to cook. So she was able to help with a lot of the cooking. And then obviously Michael did all of the barbecuing, thank God. And um, Mikey, he's just a sous chef. Um, but they did make me breakfast though. The one thing I wanted for Mother's Day was waffles. I'm like, all I want is waffles topped with strawberries, whipped cream. And um, what else did I want? Oh, or blueberries, strawberries or blueberries with whipped cream on top. That's all I want the hard shape ones. So um, that's what they ended up getting me. Um, and it was so nice. So the one thing about Michael, he's been always been amazing at his gift giving. It's insane. Like he's a really good gift giver. And that was something he had to learn too along the journey because he, well, he made so many mistakes with me because he never really had a girlfriend like that. I mean, he's had girlfriends, you know, he said, but it wasn't that serious and it wasn't like anything like us. Um, but yeah, he um, used to get me all this little stuff and he, I don't know, he just really likes to see me excited about him giving, he likes to see me excited about the gifts that he gives me. Um, so yeah, he's a really, really good gift giver and he also just likes to be in a position where he can provide and give us nice things. That's just something he's always been really excited about and proud of and I mean, I'm proud of him for that too. And so I am not on the same level with him as giving gifts. Let's just say that. Um, I'm not a bad gift giver. I give nice gifts, but he will go over the top. So let's talk about this. So I told him some different things that I wanted. I always give hints, ladies. If you don't give hints, please do. I feel so bad. Some of my friends or family members are like, oh my God, my significant other got me this bad gift. I'm like, well, did you tell him what you wanted? And they're like, no, I just assume, mm -mm, baby, don't do that. That's what we're not about to do because you might end up getting that thing you didn't want. And honestly, it's a lot of things that we do need. And sometimes we just rush and buy them ourselves. And so that's what I'll do. If it's something I know that I want, but I can kind of wait, I'll hurry up, think about it and tell them like, hey, I want a new Apple Watch band. Hey, I want an iHome speaker. Hey, I want this. Oh, this Gucci purse or whatever the case may be. So I sent him a list of all these different things that I wanted, not all at once. I told him these things over months or weeks and he ended up just buying all of them. I was so blown away. It was the cutest thing. It was so romantic. And the kids obviously got me a whole bunch of stuff too. Well, Mikey, he's talking about, I don't have any money to buy you no Gucci. That purse ain't from me. <laughs> he's so funny. Um, but yeah, they did get me some candy and... Like I needed a new beauty blender and a new loofah. Tristan was so sweet. She got me a personalized cheesecake and she actually went through a lot to get this cheesecake. Um, one of her like classmates or something or someone that goes to her school made it and it was in the shape of a heart and it had strawberries on it and she had it delivered, but she had to like coordinate with my sister and my grandmother to get it. It was just really, really cute and she used her own money. So I just thought that was really, really sweet. But so anyway, yeah, I had a really nice Mother's Day. It was very different, um, but it was really nice. My sisters came over um, for the social distance barbecue and it just got out of control. My family, we cannot play Uno. Like if it's not standard Uno, things just get out of control. I literally got so mad to the point I picked up half of the dick and threw it at my sister's neck. Legit. Um, not even lying. Like, I was just so irritated. Like, it just gets that elevated. My mom's yelling. It was just really intense. Like, my sister's, like, 
you know, they have the new Uno where some of the cards are blank and you can make people like make up all these weird rules. And she always makes up these weird rules and she's just making you draw all these crazy amount of cards. And it's just so overwhelming and so stressful. It's like, I just want traditional Uno or a little doubles and triples, all his stacks and uh, making up these rules and blank cards as we go. Look, we can't do that. This family is just too, too heated to do that. And yeah, so the Uno game got really intense. And then my sisters, I don't even know what their deal was, but they totally got in like a whole little food fight. Um, just being silly, obviously. But the one sister, she like literally smashed a cheesecake. <laughs> we had this really good dope cheesecake that my mom got us. It was so good. And because I wasn't sharing the one Tristan made me. But anyway, so yeah, she like smashed this little piece of cheesecake in her face. And I was like so mad because I'm like, oh my God, this whole mess. But I felt so bad because it was like all this cheesecake in my sister's lashes. So then she gets up, grabs another piece of cake, chases the other sister outside and smashes it in the back of her sewing. So I'm like, oh my God, what kind of mother dinner is this? Again, nothing, nobody was fighting or anything like that. I don't know, maybe because we haven't seen each other. We were just very giddy, um, more them than us. And so, I don't know, they were just very giddy with each other and very silly. Uh, my mom obviously got annoyed. So no matter how old you are, I guess your kids will always just get on your nerves. She gets so mad, like, oh my God, this game is over. We're not playing Uno anymore. You guys are out of control. You're at someone's house. Pull yourself together and clean up this mess. How would you feel if Drake's made this mess at your house? And she was just so mad at them. And she's like, oh my God. And then my mother, don't be disrespectful in front of my mom. And my grandmother was just like laughing and taking it all in. But it was a really good day. Like I said, it was very different, but it ended up being a really good day. So I was glad. I'm glad to have those memories. And like I said, hopefully the next time we gather, we play no uno or regular uno because i can't deal with the stress um but yeah anyway moving on so um i did get to read Issa ray's book um i think it's called misadventure what is it called again oh the misadventure of awkward black girl and uh, uh i'm kind of like in between on it a little bit just because like the whole book wasn't like, it wasn't that it was like a bad read. It's just a little bit, it's like kind of slow. And then also Issa's funny. So there was lots of funny moments in the book. She's talking about her life and stuff like that. Um, my favorite chapters, which was surprisingly three in a row. It was like a chapter called ABC Guy, Black Women and Asian Men. She's like pretty much advocating for Black women and Asian men to marry and get with each other. Um, I mean, not necessarily marry because she's not like a huge advocate for marriage, but um, just get together or whatever. And I don't want to spoil it because it's like a very short chapter. And so she kind of explains why. But I thought that was very interesting, the stats that she was sharing. And I'm like, hmm. And when she brought it up, you do see a lot of, you know, Asian men with Black women. Like, so... And the Koreans are the ones that will mix the most. And she was just saying more Chinese men should get on the trend. So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you're a black woman and you're single, you might want to start looking over in the Asian me and girl. I'm just saying. Um, but anyway, the other chapter was called Musical Ambitions and Failures. That chapter really took me back because it was some great memories like how they had those you get all those cds 12 cds for like a penny type deal she talked about that 
she talked about mace and it was just really good because it just really reminds you of like your childhood if you're clearly around my age a millennial around my age um and so it was really really fun and cute and then the other chapter i really liked was called the struggle but it was um just the struggle of kind of like fitting in like when you're black and trying to fit in with the white people and they feel like okay you're not black enough but it's like hold up I'm not black enough because of the picture of black that society paints like come on so I love that she touched on that and then also not being black enough in the black community because they're like oh we're with those white people all the time and I feel bad about that because I've gone through that my daughter has gone through that I know like you know a couple friends that have too but um I hate being in that box and it definitely is a struggle so um yeah it's like look I'm the type of black that I am okay and that's why he's just like look I'm in my own bag I'm just a black awkward girl okay so if you want to read it read it um just know that like I said I listen to it on audible I would prefer it that way um certain books I listen on audible um from the author just because they do such a good job of uh, really conveying how they want me to hear it and if they're funny if they're funny you definitely want to hear it in their tone but um yeah because it like I said it started off a little bit slow and but it's a it's a it's a good read overall it just wasn't one of my favorite reads but definitely a good read um so yeah we have that now on a heavier note let's talk about this how to get away with murder series finale just like the podcast our good tv show has ended and I actually thought it was a very good episode overall, but I hated the ending. The ending was just not my cup of tea. It was, I felt like it was rushed. Like, why would you just rush from court then straight here? You know, hopefully you have seen it by now. It's like, okay, you're going to kill Bonnie and Frank? Like, come on, like the devastation. I literally was crying real tears. Um, and also I felt like Bonnie kind of should have been alive so that she could deal with that pain for the rest of her life of sharing that information with Frank and him getting, you know, killing that lady and then like dying. It just was like, dang, man, you know, she should have been alive for that. Like, and then I just feel bad for Annalise because then she's literally lost everyone that's close to her, her child, her husband, her and Wes were close, um, her best friends, you know, Eve. And then, uh, what was it called? The other guy she was dating, like that counselor. And then Bonnie and Frank, it was just devastating. And so even in like the flashes, they showed her drinking. So I'm guessing maybe that's how she died. She just died of old age, you know, start back drinking again to cope and probably drink her liver to death or something. I don't know. But yeah, I didn't like that ending. I definitely felt like the episode should have been a little bit longer. Um, I definitely felt like Michaela should have died um, just because I didn't like her personality this season. She was just very entitled and bossy. And it's like, listen, I understand you had a rough childhood and we feel for you. But at the end of the day, you did do something wrong. Annalise has never killed anyone. So how dare you turn your back because you don't want to struggle or uh you don't want to continue to live an unfair life honey we all don't want to live an unfair life but i just hated the fact that like when someone is there for you like how could you possibly just turn your back on them and like one thing annalise is not is a murderer she was so many things but she didn't ever kill anyone and so i just would have been devastated if she had was convicted and went to jail for that and i just loved oliver like i know some people were kind of upset because um he didn't want to do the deal and stuff like that but listen at the end of the day 
you have got to be one with yourself. You have got to be at peace with every decision you make. And he was going to go to jail anyway. So at least it's like, look, I need a clear conscience. And I understand, you know, his husband's all like, oh, you know, do it for me, do it for me. I can't make a decision for you. And that's the thing. Sometimes we will do that, but you can't. You have to make the best decision for you and your peace and your sanity. Like, I just, I love that he wasn't going to be okay with doing the wrong thing. It just really spoke to his integrity and I loved it. And it just showed how shady Michaela was, which was devastating because I liked her all the time. But this season, she just, I don't know, even like how she lied and got that better deal and just like didn't tell him. I'm like, okay. Like I love that Laurel ended up telling the truth on the stand. But anyway, I hate that that show was over. I thought it was a really good show. If you haven't been watching, you need to get caught up. And if you've never watched, it's totally worth binge watching. Um, but yeah, I would love to know what you thought about it. Um, like I said, overall, it was a good episode. It just definitely needed to be a little bit longer because the ending was rushed and just so incomplete to me. So mm, 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 mm. moving on. So one interesting thing I noticed the whole pandemic thing. Um, it's it's getting intense. It's getting really stressful here. Um, and it's just, I hope it's not like that in your state, but I just, you know, I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to feel a little way about it myself, but I understand, um, the quarantine has to happen and the stay at home orders have been extended. Um, but I just can't wait to get back to a little bit of normalcy. I know that won't be for a long time, but even just the little things. I was driving to Michael's and I didn't know the store was closed and so was Joanne Fabrics. You literally have to order online and then pick up curbside. And it's like, dang, man, this is our new way of living. And our mayor, he was like doing a press conference and he basically was just saying that you're going to have to wear a mask at work now. It's going to be like second nature, at least for the next year or so. Oh my God, let me say it again. The next year or so. That's literally what he said. And I was like, whoa. And I don't work in a traditional setting, but just still the thought of like, wow, people are going to have to walk around with masks. And I mean, we have to do it. We have to walk around with a mask um, at the store and outside and different things like that. And it was so funny. I saw this meme and it's like taking off your mask in the car is the new equivalent to taking off your bra after a long day bingo like so true like soon as i step foot outside i'm yanking that mask off for some fresh air and it's just like this is just tough but and you know certain businesses um they've converted from working from home and it's so funny i have to share this with you guys because some of the ways that we've been getting entertainment is just like wild to me like there's this new tv show i'm like are we really that desperate and that pressed to know what celebrities are doing but it's like a tv show where we watch celebrities watch tv and their reaction to tv like really okay what is this and so i don't know if you checked it out and you like it let me know if you don't and it's not your thing i understand i'm feeling you um but yeah i'm just like this is so crazy to me there's so many other things to do um but there's like this guy i guess on instagram and he will uh do like lives or something like that where women can like dance and then people can send in like cash apps and at first I was just kind of like this is all a little crazy to me and I mean I still do think it is for women that are not dancers not that I'm advocating dancers but then I was on the line with someone and then we were just kind of like talking through it and it was just like listen at the end of the day those dancers are kind of just like working from home like like anybody else. I mean, 
they have to eat too. But it's just so crazy. Like I never even thought of that because I just was like, oh my God, what is happening? What are they doing on Instagram Live? But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just felt like it was really, really funny to share like how... Again, businesses, people like that, you know, we're not thinking of or just whoever. There's so many businesses like even my mom, she has a daycare center and they haven't been open, you know, because only the essential workers are working. And so I just feel like a lot of people have been infected by it. And so if you have been, my prayers are with you. My love is with you. Um, <laughs> I'm only chuckling because I'm still thinking about that dancers working from home stuff. I literally cannot. I cannot believe she said that. It was just so funny. I just had to share it with you guys. But um, yeah, my thoughts and prayers are definitely with anyone being affected by this whole thing. I'm so grateful and thankful that financially we've been okay. Um, obviously, mentally, we struggle like everyone else. It's different emotions day to day. Sometimes um, the kids are okay with this. Sometimes they're not. Um, sometimes I'm okay with this. Sometimes I'm not. Justice is even like... She was so happy to get in her car seat. I mean, we didn't even go anywhere except, um, I think I was back in the car out the driveway, but she just wanted to get in the car. I'm, I'm assuming she just wants to go somewhere. And so that made her really happy. So yeah, we're all just adjusting and, you know, looking forward to this being over. Um, life definitely will be different from now on, but um, I'm at least happy. I'm going to be happy when we can at least go visit other people or when certain stores open back up and things can just be a little bit more normal or even something as simple as uh, being able to take the kids to like maybe a museum or something. It gets rough every day just doing the same things or just going on a walk or hanging out outside. So if you have any suggestions of what you and your kids are doing, please let me know. Um, I would appreciate that. And so um, I think we're pretty much done here. Um, we all know I'm starting over, so this is not the end of our relationship with one another. Um, I'm looking forward to the new podcast. I'm looking forward to the new chapter, the new journey. Um, like I loved this chapter. I loved this journey. Um, like I said, it's been tough. Um, I'll share this last little story with you. Um, the whole Tristan dating, that was a huge <clears throat> snap moment for me and Michael. But um, she has finally decided that her and the ex-boyfriend will not be getting back together. Um, he had the audacity, okay, yes, the whole audacity, you know, <clears throat> my whole men and boys do, um, to tell her that, oh, you messed up things between me and my girlfriend. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. First of all, have your stuff in line because I, I shouldn't be able to threaten anything with you and your girlfriend. Have your situation airtight. You're the one uh, sending the mixed signals. Please and thank you. Don't do it. Don't ever come for me. Okay, bring it back, Joyce. Bring it back. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so <laughs> this is this is what I mean. Um, I told her, and even today she was actually sad. She's like, my mind knows that I am not supposed to be with him and that he's not good for me to be with because, um, you know... He disrespected me by saying that because he cheated, because he lied. Um, you know, he hurt her feelings and stuff like that. But her heart, she just said, is just still so sad and is not over him. And I let her know that that's fine. I let her know that that's normal, that even as an adult, that would happen. And I also let her know that that is why her father and I told her not to date right now. I just feel like when you're so young like that, your, your feelings are so sensitive boys are really not as in tune as we are 
um, and you're bound to have your feelings hurt or things are bound not to work out. So I just feel really bad because part of being a parent, you want to protect your children, but you also have to let them live their life and make their mistakes. And so a lot of snap moments are centered around Tristan and the whole dating and just raising a teen in general. It's very hard. It's a very emotional journey. Um, it's tough. Um, and I have to do it two more times. So yeah, there's that. Um, but hopefully the next two times around, I'll be um, a little bit more experienced and I can handle things a little bit differently. Um, just like with justice, certain things, um, don't frustrate me with her because I've already done it a couple of times. I'm a little bit more lenient, a little bit more relaxed. Um, yeah, so <sighs> the two seconds will definitely continue to come. Believe me, it's just who I am and it's just going to happen because in life there are things that frustrate us and you know, being a new parent and starting over and, you know, running a business and, you know, taking on new challenges and getting out of your comfort zone. Those things just are, they make you feel uncomfortable. Hence, they make you want to snap. So I am so looking forward to seeing you guys. I mean, not seeing you guys, but chatting with you guys on the new podcast, The Joyce West Show. Like I said, we will be taking a two week break just so I can make sure I get everything up and running as it should be because I don't want any kinks or anything like that. Um, I just want to come back smooth sailing fresh sharp and new and if you have not already subscribed please subscribe to gotalovejoyce.com the website name will be changing very soon I got my new domain so you can look it up via joycewest.com holla or you can look it up at gotalovejoyce.com I had to say that because if people are still listening to these old episodes I want to let you guys know where you can find us going forward so you guys be blessed, stay safe, wash your hands, have fun, continue to grow, continue to love, continue to learn, um, continue to laugh and create great memories, uh, continue to remember to try and um, remain calm and come up with other ways uh, to respond to anger and frustration. And at the end of the day, at the very end of the day, always, always, always remember Count to two before you snap.